Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again. Mr. Finau goes back to back for the first time in a couple years. All that and more on this week's episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast. Yeah, that one wasn't good. It was too good. It was it was too good. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I, really, I really appreciate that. <laughs> what's up, fellas? Yo, what's up? Oh, you know, just out here living the dream. I had I had a fun little uh, Twitter battle with some some bozos uh, this morning after yesterday uh, with the live shit. Um, <laughs> somebody would I don't know if if you guys saw it. I'll see if they. They deleted the one I responded to. My reaction was this is laughable. Um, oh yeah, it was a big criticism of live golf is the players have been paid up front and are no longer incentivized to care about how they play. There's been big name players grinding on the putting green and short game area since ten thirty. They tee off at one fifteen. <laughs> like, sure feels like they care. It's like <laughs> it was like. Okay, come on. And then somebody else did something, and I, I can't remember what it was, but my response was laughable. Um, and so that tweet got deleted, so I can't remember what they what that tweet was, but somebody wrote back, and it, it was um, Dave Realtor, at Dave Realtor, Dave Wilk- Wilcox. Um, he responded with a nice little photo of uh, Live Golf as of 7.30 has... Seven of the last 13 master victories, five of the last nine U.S. Open victories, three of the last five PGA Championship victories, and then three of the last seven NC2A Golf Individual Champions. <laughs> Which I was like, wow, wow. Okay, let's break that down. Um, okay, Bubba hasn't teed up yet, so I don't care that he says he's playing. Live Golf does not have him yet. So that takes away two of the seven that they claimed. Uh, so the five that they actually have are Phil in 2010, Schwartzel in 2011, Sergio in 17, Reed in 18, and DJ in 2020. Um, With an asterisk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one was in November. One is a known cheater. One is a crybaby that did what he loves. Schwartzel hasn't done shit since. And Phil. Uh, now, I love Phil for the times he did win the masters. I thought he played a tremendous out there and was a great champion. Um, but these guys have done nothing, nothing except DJ and DJ of late has done nothing. Uh, yeah. Five of the last nine U S opens. That's Martin Keimer who I don't even know if he has status to leave the PGA tour. He's played like crap for so long. <laughs> uh, DJ, Kepka for two years and Bryson. So they're counting Kepka's two victories. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, Bryson hasn't done shit since. DJ, there's there's nothing there. Three of the last five PGA championships, you're counting Kepka and Phil again. So, <laughs> right. right? That's, yeah. For three. Um, and then three of the last seven, this was a, why would you bring this into it? Three of the last seven NC2A Individual champions, which is Pettit, Wolf, and Bryson. Uh, combined, they have nine wins on tour. Eight of those are Bryson's. Um, not really <laughs> something to be tooting at with this. But you know what they forgot? 
which I thought would have been better than three of the last seven NC2A individuals. They could have said three of the last 12 Open Championships with Louis Ustase and Phil and Henrik Stenson. They didn't even give Henrik yeah. any love. It, dude, it's... Uh, I, honest, it's yeah. I honestly watched five minutes of it, and that's when I was sending you guys the messages about the T-shirt cannon guy. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. It was absolutely hilarious. He's standing there. It sounds like the, they were fake pumping in music like you'd see at a, a, a Laker game. And he's got the T-shirt cannon, and he shoots it into the crowd, overshoots the crowd, overshoots the <laughs> building. And there's like nine people there on the edge with drinks. And and then he's like, yeah, and he's raising his hand, and he's cranking it, and his buddy's cranking it. And they do it again, and the same thing happened. And I was like, okay, I'm done. done. <laughs> you know, I'm you done. know who got those T-shirts though, right? The nine eleven protesters, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, it, I was I, I didn't watch it either. I I was watching for Donald Trump. That was pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> I watched. Yeah, maybe a total of two minutes. I I yeah, saw there was, was thirty thousand people watching. Cause I went to YouTube and looked mm-hmm. and that was on Friday and Saturday. And there was a hundred thousand watching on Sunday. And then I went back after Finau won and watched and it had gone down. Makes so, sense. But there was no other golf on, but it, it, I thought it would go yeah. up, but people were, I guess we're done watching golf. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, come on, quit. I mean, to me, a, a final back-to-back win is so much better so than a Henrik Stenson win. Um, yeah. I, it, Henrik has been irrelevant on tour for almost seven years. He couldn't hit his driver. He switched to Callaway. Or was it Callaway? Yeah, he... Who did he jump ship to? He was with somebody, and, and after he won the... European Tour and the PGA FedEx Cup, he switched clubs and just hasn't been the same since. Couldn't hit his driver, was playing a three-wood, hasn't won anything since his uh, uh, Open Championship. I mean, this is the guy who wins. He's going to save Liv. I just, I mean, I don't wish hate on any of these guys. I want them all to do well, but I mean, Come on. Oh, he had a little extra incentive. What? Yeah. Uh, to win, which something he hasn't done in years. <laughs> what was the last back-to-back win on it was tour? 2019, mm-hmm. and it was, was it Cantlay? I think it was. I was just looking at it yesterday after they said it's the first one this season, which made me think, was there one last season? I think they said 2019 was the last one, and it was Cantley. But I was it Cantley when he won at Sherwood, and then I don't remember. I can't remember. We'll have Stag Guy get on that. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Cantley. It was Cantley. Um, thought it was. Okay, well, if you find out, you can mention yeah. it. You can mention it. Uh, so I took the weekend off. You guys got in a little golf. Uh, yeah. Joe, you played Saturday and Sunday after did. not getting yeah. any golf in. How was how was the, the <laughs> other horse, <laughs> the Stallion? Yeah, Stallion Mountain is um, 
not much has changed since I last went out there. I think last time I was out there was with Dan and Sean and I forget who else, but uh, yeah, bunkers are still ground under repair. A lot of, a lot of weeds in there. Um, it was right after the, the storm. So it was super, super soggy. Um, we almost got stuck in uh, some mud <laughs> that was uh, hidden uh, beneath the grass. Had to uh, push our way out of there. But um, I mean, Stallion's a, a fun track. It's uh, it's a good little layout, but they are they are throwing a bunch of money into it and redoing the bunkers. Um, nice. On one and two, you can see that they've started uh, throwing new sand in, uh, filling in some bunkers. Uh, but yeah, it's. It's still it's still in rough shape, uh, but it's fun. I mean, it was fifty bucks. You know, it's fairways were decent in most areas, uh, and greens were pretty good. Although they, you go down and uh, fix your ball mark, felt like a sponge. Um, <laughs> but they rolled fa- fairly well. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, it's it's a fun spot. But how depressing yeah. was it to see Royal Links? Yeah, yeah. Over? Yeah, that was uh that sucked. I mean the the scoreboard there uh is still up, but everything else is non existent other than some railroad ties the on seventeen, that T box, oh, those should, are still there. We should go get some of those. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Um but yeah, it was it was pretty sad. Sucks. Uh of course bit the dust and um, you know, a die design down the tube. It's just yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. And then we, we got another one going down here soon. Yeah, just I mean, that place would be booked solid the way stuff's going on right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just they I don't get it. But hey. Here the thing to me is it doesn't like I get it, real estate is booming. Well actually it's it's falling a little bit, but um well at least house housing prices are coming down a bit. But it, yeah, it, you can make a lot more money using that land for homes and things like that, but that number three, four, five, six area, right? Was that, there was four holes back yeah. there, right? The park. Three, four, they five, and six. I think they missed the boat. They should have turned that into a short course, um, a lit short course back there. I think they would have killed it. Um, just, I mean, obviously would it would have needed to do some work and some little redesigning, but I think that would have been a blast having that little area. It would have been perfect. You could use that parking lot right there. You know, you walk across the bridge, there's a little yep. shack. Yeah, I mean they could great. they could have made it um you know like like a par 9 hole par 3 course. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. That, a lit 9 hole par 3 oh, course. God, that'd been outstanding. Yeah, it'd been I mean, so I, I good. I don't know I mean, if it's a place you want to be at night, but Yeah, I mean there's a restroom back there. I mean, it could it would have been great. Yeah, that could have been a lot of fun. They missed it. But Totally. Hey, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. And then where'd you play yesterday? Uh, yesterday I played at Rhodes. It had been a while since I've been out there. Went out with uh, I played with Sean and uh, Mike Tice both days. Um, yeah, it was super humid. We we barely missed the well, we didn't barely miss the the storms. Kind of passed us, uh, you know, adjacently. Uh, so we finished all eighteen, which was nice. Started picking up win on eighteen, but uh, Rhodes the greens were a little beat up for what I'm used to out there. But uh, you know, Rhodes is Rhodes. Looking pretty good for the most part. Um, yeah, and I'm glad we got the finish because it was it was uh, scary there for a minute. Dude, it got nasty in my neck of the woods yesterday. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, I think it came in from your angle and just kind of went over the strip out to the north. So since we were up on the west side, it just kind of cruised by us. Yeah, I couldn't even see the west side. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and that storm, like, uh, shot out Lance, that video he made oh was my God. so good. <laughs> that was so Go amazing. <laughs> I've, out here. I've been out there when that happens. I've been on Concord on 13 when, when we had a, a, a storm like that come through. And man, that course just turns <laughs> into a river. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was so good. It like, was so out. I mean, uh, that was fantastic. I loved that. Yeah, that was a, a Caddyshack moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's totally. been coming down for a while. <laughs> totally. I loved that. I loved watching that. That was so good. All right, Jeremy, where'd you tee it up at? Um, I just played. Where did I? Coyote Springs. That's all. Like all I've played is Coyote Springs lately. Yeah, that's I've played Coyote a lot lately too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was freaking humid. I, I've never seen it 70% humidity in Vegas before, but <sighs> it was so hot and it was overcast, which was nice. But then the sun would come out and just, it was just baking us and it was crazy. I'm not used to that humidity, but it was a fun time. We played uh, with Dan and Jared and Dan's friend, Dan. And Two Dan's. Yeah, it was good times. It's always a treat out there. Uh, welcome, Greens were hella slow, though. Welcome back, by the way. Yeah, thanks. How was the uh, your, your northern adventure? It was amazing. It's been 25 years since I've been to Yellowstone, so it was cool to get back up there. And I was I did a ton of research and everything before we went, so I knew exactly where to go. And it was so busy, but we hit all the spots we needed to. Nice. And it's just amazing. Like the it's just amazing country up there. It's so beautiful. And yeah. it's crazy how many people are at those parks too. I mean, it is yeah. packed, packed all the time. Yep. And we were like four people deep for Old Faithful. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yep, the same. Crazy. Okay, so um, news on the, well, we said Bubba joined Live, so that's not news. Uh, PGA Tour did announce today the 2022-23 schedule. And man, has there been a huge increase in the purses on a lot of the events. Um, I think the players went up to $25 million. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, a couple of the other big championships are, got a huge pay increase too. Definitely a lot more money out there for guys. Um, be interesting to see. I still am wanting to find out what's going to happen at the end of 23 when they're going to not have the wraparound and what's going to happen to the fall season. I know they're talking about yeah. making those special, you know, limited field events. Um, right. Is Vegas going to get one of those? I mean, yeah. T- TBC Summerlin has just gone through a massive, massive overhaul of their golf course because they have a tour stop. <laughs> right. So hopefully, <clears throat> I mean, Vegas, it, Vegas is Vegas. They, they, I think if they have a nice big purse like that to attract some guys, we'd have a really good field for that because of the Vegas connection. I wonder if Liv's going to throw a lit or a tournament out here. That'd be smart of them. Of course it would. Yeah. I mean, where would they have it? You think? I mean, wild horse shadows, the default sort of, but <laughs> yeah, see win wins a party style course. Yeah, win. Valley high. Oh my God. Oh my oh, God! Hell. Could you imagine a valley high? Oh. Yeah, the shotgun on those middle holes, like oh. no one to know where they are. Yeah, oh. yeah. 
What hole are we on again? Yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah. Oh. I saw some interest after they released that. It didn't it didn't take long for a lot of the feedback to come in about that schedule update. A friend mm-hmm. of the a friend of a friend of our show, James Hahn, yeah, posted a tweet it. saying basically this is exactly why people are not happy with the tour. They've got to fly. They go to Vegas. They got to fly to Japan. They got to fly back to South Carolina. They got to go to Bermuda. Yeah, in Puerto Rico. And yeah, yeah. Well, they don't have to. Yeah, they don't have to. Don't That's have true. To. I mean, yeah. But if they want to, they can. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's that's your your job. This is what you want to do. This is your yeah. career path you've chosen. You write all that shit off anyway, so it's not like you're, it's coming out of your pocket that you're never going to be reimbursed for any of it. It's a business expense. You get to travel. I mean, yeah. it could be worse. Apparently, yeah. if you're a caddy on the PGA Tour, your life is miserable compared <laughs> to the the live tours. I mean, God, they get to go in the same locker rooms now. I mean, I know, I man. couldn't believe that. I because all the shit that I hear about the bad stuff that goes on the PGA Tour, tops is the caddies can't go in the same locker room as the players. I mean, so congrats to Live for taking that huge, huge chunk of drama away from the players and the caddies. Yeah. Because apparently caddies, they're not allowed to eat food. They're not allowed to dress in the same room. The They, they get whipped in between mm-hmm. Audi. I mean, come on, guys. They, don't they have to stay down in the cart barn? Yeah, overnight? with horses. With horses. Mm. You know, they got to sleep with the horses on straw, <laughs> on straw beds <laughs> and mud. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so I covered the, the, the Twitter shit. Um, Luke Donald. He was named the new captain of the Ryder Cup for Team Europe. That was interesting because, I mean, I'm a Luke Donald fan because he's his swing's amazing, but so he hasn't done anything. And I think there's a little drama on the European side because I think Paul Lowry was expecting he, for him to get it because he was in the running when Stenson got it. So he was just assuming, oh, Stenson dropped out. I guess I'll be next. And he did not. Wow. So... Did you say Drama. Paul Lowry? Yeah. Is that his name? Sean Shane Lowry? No, no Paul, Paul. He's Lowry. an older no, guy. Older, oh, older. Gotcha. It sounded yeah. super weird when I said that. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> I was thinking Mike Lowry from Bad Boys when I said it. Like, yeah, it's Martin Lawrence. He's. Yeah. Martin Lawrence. He's the man. Gina. Damn, Gina. Damn, Gina. Okay, um, so the winners from this last week out on the pro circuits, uh, we talked about this at the beginning, Tony Finau, back-to-back. And I tell you, his wife turned into a social media darling with all the stuff that she was posting, how she went and surprised him. That was outstanding. Such good stuff. If you haven't seen any of that, you're not on social media because it's everywhere. Uh, that was that was cool to see. Uh, she's a she's a very animated person. Uh, before we moved here, my Zane went to the same school as his son, and every time we'd go there, just loudness. Very very happy person. <laughs> she's super cool. I mean, they're cool, but yeah, that's totally her. That's funny. Yeah, they seem like awesome awesome oh, people. My, so so cool. So wait, did you see he has a a, a Nike Pro? V iron in his bag, the three iron. Yep. Crazy. Him and Kepka, I think, use the same thing. 
Uh, Sean Croker uh, went wire to wire at the Hero Open on the DP World Tour. Uh, Ayaka Fury at 21 under won the Trust Golf Women's Scottish Open. She shot a 62 on the final day. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, Henrik Stenson, uh, he won the Live event. Talked about that. And then um, what was the kid's name that won the Abandon? Uh, Delane, Delane Wing. Dylan, Dylan Wing. Wing, Wang. Wing, ding dong, wing, wing. He's first Chinese to win. Yeah. And first male Chinese to win. Yeah. I mean, when it came on, he was seven up and got to eight up. And I was like, well, this is over. And then, um, one of the slowest players I've ever seen play junior golf. Wen Yi Ding. There you go. Um, slow played him like crazy. I was, I was chatting with, uh, Scott uh, Dunlop up there asking him if he was on site. He goes, yeah, I left when he got to seven up. And I'm like, dude, this kid is playing so slow. And he's like, oh, he's totally slow playing him. Totally slow playing him. He's down seven, you know, down eight. I mean, he was taking so long to hit. And yeah, to he was moving very slow. Really, really slow. And it, it got to the other kid. Um, but it's fun to see Bandon in the fog. Got to see yeah. 16, Joe. I, I told him, I go, Joe's probably yeah. crying right now. Which he <laughs> <left>. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he messaged me and he said, what a hole to finish on, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. that awesome? Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty good. It was fun to see Bannon, of course. It's, I mean, for that kid, for what what was his name? Chase Seffer? Chase, something like that. For for him to, even if he was slow playing him, I mean, to battle back to oh, win absolutely. five you holes do what you gotta do. six holes in a row, I mean... Gosh, and he almost and he thought he had to hold that chip for eagle and on, almost um, did. Oh, yeah, on thirteen, like hits the pin, that rattled uh, the other dude because yeah, he missed he time. missed a shorty shorty after that. And I mean, and, it, and this is one of the things on the next one. Like, <laughs> this is one of the things that it's hard to tell on television is those elevation changes are so dramatic. Um, you, when you have those shots, those long shots, I mean. It, there's so much room to make a mistake on, you know, it's not yeah. just like those, the, where he went back and forth on, on 14, was it or 15, yeah. 15, yeah, 15. Um, and he had a band in caddy with him and right. you think it just kind of got hot on him that he was trying to bump it inside. The I hill. think so. Yeah. It just, but I mean, this shows you how punishing those little areas are, you know, you don't even think you're going to be there and you're like, shit and then you get over there and it's like you're fucked you're just fucked. yeah oh yeah you catch no spin on those greens and you're just it's gone so joe after watching the u.s amateur <clears throat> at bandon and then playing the course and then now seeing it on tv again what would you say to people seeing it on tv as compared to being there uh it does absolutely zero justice of the place <laughs> It's, it's uh, so crazy, abs- right? You're looking at it, and it's spectacular, and it's like, this does nothing for me. Nothing, nothing at all. I, like, it was super cool to see and watch, but I was just like, it, it's, it's so much better when you're there. Uh, something about the air, the breeze, the sound of the ocean does something for your soul, and it's just, it doesn't compare one bit at all. And you can really see when they get the elevated shots looking down, it just doesn't look great on TV because there's a lot of dry spots, you know, and then there was some spots that were really green. And when you're down at eye level, it's just green. 
I mean, it's not like yeah. bright green. It's not perfect, you know, fake fairways, but it's it's it doesn't look like that from the ground. Yeah, from the ground, you could see like you know the rolling fairways, um, all the undulation and hills, and um, it's. I mean, like I was really bummed out how they filmed the tee shots on sixteen because that was just they hit they they shot him from the side and they hit and then they showed their ball rolling up by the mm-hmm. green like that's probably the greatest hole ever created and and they did zero justice for that hole on tv terrible job by uh the tv production team on that one yeah it, it, garbage it, job <laughs> idiots <laughs> uh yeah it was you create you. They didn't have any shot tracer on that. I mean, it's it's kind of hard because it's you know they didn't even they didn't show. They filmed them from the side. Yeah, and and then and then the, waited and then they watched them like holding their pose and then they showed the ball, ball hitting, on the ground. Yeah, yeah, stupid. Wasn't good. Could have been a lot better. Could have been yeah. a lot better. How far how far is the carry on that from that back tee? You think two fifty to sixty? Yeah, which they were probably hitting three two eighty probably in yeah. there. Yeah, they, they weren't and hitting it was drivers. just like he didn't see anything. But I mean, there's that one bunker it rolled up past and kind of stopped on top of it. But it's like everything looks so flat on TV. But yeah. from what you guys have told us, oh, you know, dude, it's, that's no, that is yeah. not so, at all. It's so dramatic. It's yeah. such, such a good golf hole. It's it's the greatest part, drivable par four in the world. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, his his decision to. Um, like him, he hit the sand wedge, tried to turn it down a little bit. It was just a terrible call also. Like, stupid choice. See, he should have just hit an 8-iron and chipped with an 8-iron and rolled it up over the hill. No, that he took he took less loft, and that's what happened to him. He, should, he, had to, he had to flop it over that bunker. Yeah, I think he was just trying to get really creative, and it just didn't work out. Yeah, stupid choice. But that's what uh, Bannon can do to you, exposure. Yep, that was a bad spot to be in. Yeah, because you just you're it takes all your creativity, kind of eliminates it. Yeah, but man, had me really missing that place. That's for sure. Hmm. All right. Uh, so for this week's picks, uh, I had Adam Scott. He started on fire third round, and played like an asshole, and then shot back with a nice seven under to finish thirty seventh. So I got a whopping sixteen points for that. Jeremy had Keegan Bradley, who finished 44th, actually passed Adam Scott for a little while, so I was a little worried about that, but uh, you got 10 points for that, and Joe missed the cut with Joel Damon. Terrible showing by Joel. Yeah, just not not really bad at all. So, uh, in a golden opportunity to increase uh, or to decrease the gap, uh, I gained 16 points. So, yay. Still 856 points behind. Jeremy's 1,200 points back. There was no change in, let's see, there was one change in the FedEx. Cantley moved up to fifth. Uh, one, two, three, and four stayed the same, and the OWGR stayed the same. Uh, Scheffler, Smith, Rory, Cantley, and Rom. Yeah, and because they removed the live players, Ricky Fowler is now in the 125 in the, yeah oh wow oh did you and with the new schedule some of the new things that they're doing only the top 70 will make the playoffs next year mm-hmm. it goes 70 50 30 um so there's the, the last couple tournaments of the year are going to be even more important to these guys 
Um, I think that's a good thing to do to try and get a stronger field in the last couple events. Because if you have some guy sitting at 75, 74, you know, yeah, that's uh, they're gonna need to have a good showing. So, speaking of tour championship, I think Tony could be dangerous this year for the win on that because well, he, he plays well there. Year. Mm-hmm. He plays well there. Yeah, it's his time of the year too. He he plays good this time of year. Yeah, I was looking for a futures bet on it. I didn't see it yet. So, if that comes in over twenty five, I'm in on that one. Yeah, he's got a good chance. I mean, Scheffler's got a huge lead, but those playoffs, anything can happen. Yeah, he won a playoff event last year. Tony. Yeah, yeah. It's his time. It's his time. All right, Jeremy, what do we got going on this week? All right, so we have the Wyndham Championship. I can't believe it. It's the last last event before the FedEx Cup starts. FedEx Championship tournament start, whatever you call it. The playoffs. Um, the playoffs, exactly. The timeshare <laughs> championship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hole in so one gets you a week in Aruba. <laughs> Get you four days a year. <laughs> but your caddy can't come. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. No caddies. Yeah, so it's at Sedgefield Country Club, Greensboro. This is a Donald Ross special. Yeah, back-to-back Donald Ross courses on tour. Yeah. 7,100 yards, par 70. Kevin Kevin Kaiser. Kaiser, Kevin yeah. Kisner. Kevin Kisner. Defending champ. I had a bunch of typos last week. So. <laughs> that's okay. You're typing on a Mac now. so Yeah, that's true. Um, and then DP World is the Kazoo Open, supported by Gareth Bale. This is another Kazoo Classic. The Kazoo Classic just (laughs) recently happened, so. Yep. (laughs) And this one is at the Celtic Manor Resort in Wales. 7,500. This is a beast. 7,500 yards, par 71. Yeah, that's a big course. Ryder Cup history there. I think it's on the same course. I'm pretty sure. I do know. Uh, Liv. Yeah, nothing for Liv. But who gives a shit anyway? Right. <laughs> uh, LBGA Tour has the AIG Women's Open at Muirfield, another amazing place in Scotland. Anna Nordquist. Nord, Nordquist. Nordquist. <laughs> I can never pronounce her last name. Nordquist uh, is the defending champ. Sorry, Anna. Uh, Corn Ferry Utah Championship uh, presented by Zions Bank. This is at Oak Ridge Country Club. Great course. And uh, finally, the PGA Tour Champions is the Shaw Charity Classic at Canyon Meadows Golf and Country Club in Alberta, Canada. Going north of the border. Yeah. Up to Canada. Up to Canada. Yeah, full schedule. All right. Yeah, except live. Except for live. They only do one <laughs> tournament every, like, four weeks. Uh, See, yeah, it was interesting that they finished on a Sunday this week. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I Going directly head-to-head. And it didn't do very well. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure they'll be like Netflix and not like really release their numbers. Yeah, well, <laughs> I I did see a lot more people in the crowds on the highlights that I saw. Um, but, you know, you're right outside New York. There's 30 million people in the area. So I expected the crowd was going to be a little bit better. Um, but did you see on um, Discord that the thing that Adam just posted? Mm-hmm. This guy on the uh, golf forums on, um, oh, what the hell is that? Reddit? Reddit, yeah, thank you. Uh, 
says I worked a live tournament at Trump National this weekend. Horrible experience. I'm a huh. golf I'm a golf fan, was pumped to work at a professional golf tournament. What I witnessed has me hoping this tournament crashes and burns in tremendous fashion. The, wow. The attendees were terrible, would rather party than appreciate golf. It was more like a shitty music festival than a golf tournament. The volunteers, not enough of them, didn't give a shit. One watched me turn the wrong direction in a series of winding dirt roads to get a parking and did nothing to help. Little to no signs indicating where to go. I was told, oh yeah, those signs are wrong. and was left to fend <laughs> for myself. The atmosphere was flat with a semi-large contingency following the leaders and Kepka, and that's it. The rest were partying. The food was overpriced and undermanaged. The fan services area was in a massive dust bowl. It's one gimmick after another, and I was far from impressed. Enjoy your payout, fellas, and enjoy never playing a meaningful round of golf ever again. Wow. That was from somebody that went. Worked the event. Or worked the event, yeah. Live huh. golf. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Joe, I know you are a, a frequent uh, uh person who listens to fried egg did you listen to their one about what saudi actually wants from live no i did not was that this week's episode yeah it was pretty good it was pretty good um they actually got somebody that oh i think i started it but i didn't finish it yeah somebody that actually knows the like Saudi. the geopolitical situation yes yeah and i listened to like five or ten minutes i think it was very interesting and it solidified my belief that this is not just them dumping money. It's not just, we don't care about this. We're just going to throw money at this because there's reasons behind it. Totally. A lot of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, it's, it's a public fund that it's got $600 million in it or billion, sorry, $600 billion in it. Billion. And they're expecting it to have three trillion by twenty thirty. Yeah. Um, but they are not just dumping money. And as much as Greg Norman, it was funny because they're saying that how Greg Norman's like, I don't answer to anybody, you know. Um, which they were like, yeah, sure. if you want to yeah. say that, go right ahead. But that's yeah. not what's happening. So no, totally answers to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. That is for sure. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and go over the odds, maybe chat about something else, and then get out of here. Ask any golfer, and they'll tell you their hole-in-one story, whether it went in or not. Chasing Aces is a brand that was launched with the idea that everybody is welcome on the course. They believe in building a community through their shared love of the game. Golf comes with pressures and expectations, and that includes what you wear. Chasing Aces hats, performance polos, and t-shirts keep you looking sharp from the clubhouse to the tee box. So, take the pressure off. We're all here to have a good time. Walking the fairways in Chasing Aces means you see every hole as a golden opportunity. Please visit ChasingAcesGolf.com and you can find them on Instagram as well at ChasingAcesGolf. Even the best are Chasing Aces. Hey, I'm Bob West, your Vegas golfing real estate agent. Over the course of a four-hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also help you with your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home anywhere in Las Vegas or Henderson. Reach out to me on Instagram at TheBobWest or just send me a text at 605-881-5481. Give me a call. 
Let's play around. Golfers, it's time to tee it up at Las Vegas Golf Superstore with all the hottest brands in golf at the best prices featuring tailor-made stealth carbon woods and irons. Callaway's Rogue ST collection of woods and irons, Titleist's T-Series irons and Vokey wedges, and Ping's G425 woods and irons. All this and more at Las Vegas Golf Superstore. Swing by and receive a free custom fitting today. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, or shop us online at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Toast. <laughs> uh, one of these days, I'm just gonna let the break run because there's some. You should just re- you should just record them and then end a year blooper. Blooper, yeah. During blooper during the break, BS. <laughs> uh, Jeremy stumbled on some good stuff. Uh, we were talking a little bit about the uh, public investment fund that the Saudis are using to fund live. And, uh, Jeremy was rattling off a couple shockers. And I think the biggest shocker to me was Rick Shields. They own 33% of his YouTube channel. Yeah. Performance 54. It's a golf marketing agency and they do PR and communications for hundreds of companies. Um, a ton of golf companies. But they own, yeah, 33% of Rick Shields' channel, Peter Finch as well, some others, a bunch of companies that I had no idea they were involved with. Dude Perfect? Kind of a, God, I hope <laughs> I don't think Dude Perfect. <laughs> but you never know, really. Uh, I seriously doubt it. Those uh, yeah, you don't know. You but, don't know. I'm sure but there's some investment in that because that's the amount of money. I mean, obviously, you get money from views and clicks and all that junk. But Dude, So I didn't tell you guys this, but during the show, um, do you ever watch their overtime videos? Jeremy, you probably do with your boys. I've seen a few, yeah. Right? So they have a thing, Cool Not Cool, where each, everybody brings out something and then they vote on it, whether it's cool or not cool. And uh, so Tyler, the main, main guy, um, his Cool Not Cool was a video of like Dude Perfect Land they're building a theme park. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Where you, I mean, it's with Saudi money. <laughs> <laughs> it's called dude live. Perfect. <laughs> uh, dudes live. Perfect. Dudes live. Perfect. Um, but fueled I, by I gasoline mean, and oil from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it looks really, really cool. Interesting. I mean, they have all kinds of, uh, some of their trick shots set up where you can actually go there and perform, try and make the trick shots that they do. Uh, go-kart tracks. I mean, I mean, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. So I thought that was those guys. I mean, you want to talk about making money there. The, the merch line was the entire place. It it was the entire place. It was absolutely insane. And I mean, we were there with two girls, our two daughters, and it was families of five all everywhere. It was, it was unreal. I mean, it's, a hundred dollars to go to the movies as a family of three. So I can only imagine going yeah. to a, you know, an arena show. I mean, I think we paid 60 or $70 a ticket and then it was $35 to park. And then <laughs> beer, that beer, that big ass beer that I took a picture of and showed you guys, yeah. that was $17. Yeah. It's like, good Lord. I mean, dude, good on those guys though, because dude, like, I mean, I th- they were in like college, right? I mean, and then just started filming themselves and like yep. created a 
a career or a job, whatever you want to call right. it, out of nothing. Like, and they get to hang with their homies and just bullshit. I mean, I'm sure a lot. They spent a lot of time trying to get some of those trick shots on video. Oh like, yeah, like some of the golfers. But they're doing trick so much do, more now. But, I mean, they were on, they have a tour. They were on tour. Yeah. We went and saw them on tour. <laughs> I mean, good. Yeah. Good yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty. Where wild. where did you say I, that shows that MGM Grand Gardens? Okay. It's crazy what Saudi investments can do for your business, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the Chasing Daylight Tour coming soon. <laughs> yeah, $185 to fill out my truck, so you're welcome, dude. Perfect. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Chasing Daylight does not actually believe that Saudi investments can do perfect. Yeah, we do not believe that. Oh, we no. got another disclaimer. Joe, Joe last week... <laughs> Love Taps. Yeah. Joe Joe yeah. was I don't know. You, public apology. Yeah. I we I told him I said we need to do a we need to do a club pro guy video where he's at a press conference reading his apology. Yeah, uh Chase Daylight does not intentionally condone uh aiming at people on the golf course and trying to hit them. Uh little joke. Yeah, uh, we were just having some fun with it. I have never intentionally Any, ever hit at anybody in my life yeah anytime i've won. ever rolled the ball by someone and believe me it was a ball roll it wasn't a sniper action uh it was because i caught one really well yeah but yeah Die. do not do not aim at people on the golf course don't aim at the range card attendant um <laughs> you know golf balls don't, hurt. don't intentionally try to hurt anybody on a golf course please please let, let's talk about this for a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's talk about the accidents. Okay. So I've hit three people in my golf career. Whoa. One was uh, a groundskeeper legacy. One was <laughs> groundskeeper legacy right in the head from oh my goodness. Um, what hole? Do you remember? Three. Yep. Yeah. It was early, and it. Uh, uh, I was shook for <laughs> several yeah. holes. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it hit him in the arm, but apparently it hit him right in the side of the head. The oh, temple. Did he go down? He was, he was okay. He was okay. He, when I walked That's up what to we him, know. we like, do know he was okay. He's okay. I'm like, dude, did that I mean, hit you right in the shoulder? Actually, it hit me in the head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah. No. Oh. Jeremy proceeded to like double bogey the next four holes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, um, no. I hit my uncle once. You hit a uh, family member? About, he was about 300 yards down the middle of the fairway, and I flew one right into his hip. Wow. Um, yeah, and we were at a family uh, family reunion, so he showed me the massive bruise later that day. Oh. And then I flew one into someone's car, someone's cart in the middle of the fairway. I didn't think I could hit it that far back then, and I did. Wow. Right into the basket. Yeah. I mean, every time, if you roll a ball by somebody or fly the green and or roll a ball, hit anybody, hit a house, you it doesn't do any wonders for your game. No, Sorry. No, I mean, even no. if you intentionally try to do it or hit a goose or your next I'm not trying to make my next two, three, four holes not good. You know, I want to play the best yeah. I can and that's gonna be in my head. And I don't I don't I want to play well. And if if I do hit anybody or an animal or a house, I'm not gonna feel well for the next few holes at least and be worried about that. And I'm not trying to do that. Tony Finau's uh, fifteen to one to win the FedEx Cup. I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I've been in situations where 
I've been in a group that got hit at. It wasn't intentional. And God, I, I really wish I could remember who this was. It happened at Chimera on the short par four um, before the, what is it? So I guess it's seven now. Um, and the guy we were playing with, I didn't know him. The, I didn't know his friend. Um, God, I can't remember who it was anyways, but he like lost his shit and was like ready to fight these guys. Like you motherfucker, I got kids that I like to go home to. And you know, I, this is bullshit. I don't want to be killed on the golf course. You're trying to have fun. I just going nuts. You know, and after cooler things prevailed, I went up to him like, oh, my God, dude's crazy. And he's like, you don't even have kids. He's got two dogs. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he was he was just having fun, I guess. I, I don't know. But And then my, yeah. my buddy Dan hit a three-wood into a guy about 30 feet in front of him. Um, he was on the phone and walked in front of him as he swung. He was a big football coach. He was like 6'4", 280, just a big man. And it dropped him, hit him right in the side and it dropped him. I was like, oh my God, that is going to be the biggest bruise. <laughs> man. <laughs> if he didn't crack a rib. Yeah. And I mean, if it happens once, like forgivable, understand it happens to everybody. You can catch one, obviously. Um, but if it continues to happen hole after hole after hole, you know, you got to throw down. Yeah. It's time. Like, dude, chill out. Ours were total or accidents. Get, or you could thin the hell out of one and blade it over a green into a wall at Chimera. Like oh Andrew did and almost take out a <laughs> six <entire> people. <laughs> our, our group, yeah. the next group on the next T, uh, which was scary, but pretty funny because I've never seen anybody do that. That was wild. <laughs> I mean, 180 ball speed, thinned 60 degrees 60 <laughs> lob wedge <laughs> straight rocket that leading you know, edge caught all equator and three just, degree launch into yeah. a wall and ricochet into a tee box like wow uh, that, that could have so, hit four people very easily yeah the moral of the story don't hit people on purpose just no, on yeah. accident. Yes. the chasing dad yeah. podcast does not condone hitting people on purpose yeah so don't do it all right. Or wildlife. Try not try not to hit wildlife. That, dude, wildlife might be even worse, man. It makes me feel bad. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I've I've killed a pigeon on the driving range. Yeah. I didn't feel bad. I don't like pigeons. Well, so. that's where the term birdie comes from, right? The as legend has it, someone hit a birdie and got on the green and made a putt or something like that. I doubt that's real, but I don't think that's right. I've heard that story. Um I don't think that's right at all. Yeah. Well, I've heard the story. So there is a fable out there at least. What um, happened was one of the Saudi princes was <laughs> <laughs> owned a peacock. Yes. That caddied for him. <laughs> and he was standing on the green getting ready to make a putt. And he's like, oh, look over there. There's my birdie. Someone, I think it was Sean who was just telling me that he killed a something, a bird, something. Yeah, or I, a duck, and he felt really bad for the entire day. I was at TPC. I mean, I've line drived one into a geese's side, like oh, just limping for. It, it, I was with uh, Ryan uh, Peterson, Utah Golf. Uh, we were at TPC Summerlin. Me, him, and Andrew were playing, and uh, I had the. 
think it was the Rogue, no, the Adams three wood, the tie lies. And uh, I hit a ball two inches off the ground, screamed right into the side of a pigeon. And it dropped it, and then it was flopping around for a little bit, and then it stood up, and and Ryan was like, oh, my God. And he's like, that bird has so much internal bleeding right now. <laughs> and then it was just, it just died standing up. Didn't move. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a terrible feeling. Oh, I, I mean, it's a pigeon. Yeah. It's, I, if you, but if you hit an animal, you probably hit a bad shot, unless they miraculously fly by your ball in the air. Yeah. No, because that means you thin Uh-oh. the fuck out of it, most Uh-oh. likely. Jeremy has a good story. I, I hit a goose up in Utah. I got two little stories for you. I hit a I hit an amazing six iron out of the rough, and beautiful. And a goose flew right in front of my ball, hit it right in the wing, and just dropped to the ground from like twenty feet. <laughs> and its wing, it tried to fly again. Its wing was dangling off its side. Oh, but yeah, man. It felt terrible. Broken bone. Yeah. The other one, though, was... Do you think game. about how good that shot would have ended up if it was... It was the probably the most solid six iron I've ever hit in my life. <laughs> Damn goose, fuck fucked my goose. shot up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, made, it was going in. Guaranteed. Uh, the other one was the best. Um, no, I don't think he was harmed. Maybe. Um, so we got this, this course called Fox Hollow up in Utah. There's the 17th hole runs along a road, main road, a busy road, and it's OB. So my buddy gets up and just duck hook one over the road and hits a horse right in the ass. Oh, it was the best thing I've ever seen. It was (laughs) hilarious. The horse didn't care. I mean, it probably scared it and it jumped and, but forever, you know, every time we play there. Remember when I hit that horse in the the ass? Like in the horse's glute or? Oh, right in the ass cheek. And it was, yeah. I thought it might have been a plugged lie for a second, but I always, I always fear hitting <laughs> one of the bighorns when we're playing at Cascada. Yeah, because sometimes they come down the fairway and they're just like, "Fuck you, I'm eating." I, you know, you don't mean shit to me, and it's like, well, "Dude, you're kind of in my line right now." <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, but I would feel terrible, and then when they're on the range too. Uh, yeah, yeah, feel bad. I mean, feel bad. Hitting any kind of animal. But then you, then you see person. them see them rack their horns against each other, and it echoes through the canyon. Like, hey, golf ain't gonna do shit to them. Yeah, yeah, man. Especially mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, shaft of Bogglegate is over, so maybe. Hey, I the well, kind of over, kind of. Well, over. It, this wasn't a debacle though. One the, club over. The, the driver was a debacle. That was a clusterfuck. And now that that has been alleviated, it's time to move on to other things. Yeah, it's time like, to weave your way into another debacle, endless cycle of right? like, yeah. like, is there a putter debacle coming? Because no, based on that video, no, with the, no, no, that was before the driver. So it goes putter, driver, <laughs> irons, and then putter again, hey, and then driver, and then so irons. I have obtained a uh, Odyssey uh, Triot 5K. Okay. <laughs> that's um, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. No, wedges, wedges might be after irons. Uh, the wedges aren't going anywhere yet. Um, but, but I, after I was, this might. debacle, then they go. Uh, so I, I, I want, I've been wanting to try one of these out and Harry has been touting how awesome they are. Andrew got one and just has gone nuts putting with it lately. They so, feel pretty good. Yeah. So I wanted to try it out and, um, I don't care who you are that stroke lab shaft is crap 
holy shit, that thing weighs absolutely nothing. I mean, there is no weight to it whatsoever. I think it was 40 grams lighter than the the double bin shaft that I had out that I was messing with trying to make it better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it it's it it's so bad. Could couldn't put with it. So uh I put a, a BGT on it and it's much better, but the the angle on it is it's just a little off. It's it's really I don't know. It's a it's a finicky shaft, so I'm gonna have to tweak with a little bit more. But it feels good. It feels good. It's it feels decent. Yeah. It's not going a little clicky. A little clicky. It's it not gonna pull decent. the uh, Olsen out by any means. The long neck yeah. is still my go-to right now, but I may try it once in a while just to see. Yeah, might might switch the putter grip a couple times. Might no Garson only, baby. That's it. No, like the left hand low. Oh no, that's left hand low is not going anywhere. That's all right. So you heard it here first. Yeah, I've said it. It's I'm really happy with it. <laughs> it's not. I'm I'm continuing to and right now I've I said one of these days I'm gonna pick up my putter and I'm gonna hold it subconsciously in a left hand low grip and I'm doing that now. So That's good. Yeah. So it's it's starting but it feels really good. It feels really good. So I will say stroke lab putter shaft, yes, it's garbage and trash, but so for anyone trash. For a beginner, I think it can really help you if you use it for a short period of time and then you transition to something else. Did it have this like bullet weight in the butt of the shaft that was almost yeah, 40 yeah. grams? Yeah, that's the way. Yeah, because oh the graphite and all that. So like, oh my but I, God, it's horrible. But I had one when I started playing golf. I know we've talked about it before, but mm-hmm. I feel like it really helped my stroke out a bit. And then when I... I used it for a little bit and then I transferred to something else, which I think was the BGT. I really could feel the difference and feel how it was working for me. And I understood my stroke a little bit better. So I think if you are starting playing golf or beginning, um, or you want to improve your putting and you feel like you're trash at it, maybe try one for a little bit, trade it in get something else. BGT shaft. Uh, it could do wonders for your putting or, game. Or you could never pick that crap up and just putt better to begin with. I'm sorry. Th- that's I possible. Can't, I can't. I can't. I mean, but we're, we're trying to pave the way. You know, I did have 1.5 putts per hole this past weekend on a round, so maybe that is the path. Yes, but yeah. how many chips on those one putts? Uh, yeah, a lot of up and down. So, <laughs> hey, could could get you confident in the up and down game too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, don't no, don't do it. I'm sorry. Some of those were actually really two putts because I was on the fringe on some of them, but technically, statistically. Oh, hey, statistically, um, I I think I'm going to start using the Gen app for my stats and scores, and uh, forego using 18 birdies for a little while. Okay. Um, I like 18 birdies. I I like their social side of it. Um, but I think Jen is really starting to do some good things within the app. And uh, yeah, so I think I'm going to start using it. I, I like the, I saw the stats um, the other day and you can go back. Do they and, have the course maps on there now? They the, do, right? Yeah, there's GPS. Yeah, and then you can pay to get the enhanced GPS where it shows the heat on the greens. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's no shot tracking or anything like that. That's some of the features that I really like about 18 birdies. Um, but I don't know. I hate how 18 birdies ask me every two minutes if I want to get a premium membership. Mm-hmm. I every, hate that. everything you click. It's yeah. Oh, see, I don't have to deal with that. Well, I had it for two years. I had premium for two years. Um, now that I don't, they ask me every time I click something and I'm annoyed. Well, golf now just came out with one called golf now connect. And, uh, so I checked it out. It, it's got a lot of work to do. I mean, I, I still think 18 birdies is by far superior as far as features, uh, social side sharing, uh, a group, you know, it's, it's a really fun way if you are into that. Um, but I just, I'm not using it for all its potential. So why pay for something that right. you're not yeah. using? And yeah. with Jen, it's nice because you can input hole by hole. You've got the GPS um, and it calculates, you know, your handicap there. You can get all your course information right there. And when you're done, you're posted to your gin and you're done. You don't have to go in and do it later. So, yeah, maybe I'll try that because I don't really post my scores anymore. So, yeah, you don't at all. I post my tournament scores, though. No, I post my tournament scores. scores. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's get into the. uh, Oh, I forgot the other shaft thing I was talking about. Uh, some UST Mamiya recoils showed up on Sunday. Sunday delivery for them. I mean, very impressive. Um, so I put those uh, in the Srixons today. Uh, looking forward to hitting them tomorrow night to see how well they do. Are they the same shaft that you had in your Hanmas? No, I had the 95s. These are the 110s. Okay. So, I mean, I, I was playing the what I have been playing is the modus two or three one Oh fives. Um, but they were regular flex and were hard stepped. Um, these are stiff, uh, one tens. It's like yeah, maybe, same as mine. maybe three to four grams, maybe three grams heavier. Um, and they're, they're not hard stepped or anything. They're just, it's a stiff flex shaft and mm, man, I was hitting the seven iron the other day and God, it feels good. Is, is it, the stiff the F4? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the, is the F5 the stiffest they make or? No, they go up to an F6, I believe. Hmm. I'd have she to got F5s see. and then swapped, shaft swap with me. I've been thinking about throwing one of those in my three iron, my utility iron. Yeah. Just to see how it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I have. Interesting to see. I have a 110 in the Adams 4 iron. Um, so if you want to maybe. Yeah, I think I would do. Give it a try. My, just I have see. the graphite design one and it's, I think it's a 95, but I would, I've been thinking about throwing steel in it to get it a little heavier, but that could be a good option. Yep. 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 All right, Joe, let's go over the odds and wrap it up. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, the 2022 Time Pure Championship. Um, <laughs> Will Zalatoris is your favorite at 14 to 1. Uh, Shane Lowry, uh, Billy Horschel, 15 to 1. Sung Jay, 16 to 1. Webb Simpson, uh, 20 to 1. Russell Henley, Corey Connors, 22 to 1. Adam Scott, um, 25 to 1. Terrell Hatton, uh, Siwoo Kim, 28 to 1. 
Ju Hyun Kim, 33 to 1, Denny McCarthy, uh, Taylor Pendrith, uh, Brian Harmon, Kevin Kisner, Harold Varner, the third, Aaron Wise, 35 to 1, JT Poston, uh, Bazaden Hoot, 40 to 1, Justin Rose, uh, Davis Riley, 45 to 1, Keith Mitchell, Jason Day, Scott Stallings, 50 to 1, Ches Reeve, 80 to 1, Joel Damon, 100 to 1, uh, Ricky Fowler, 125 to 1. Patrick Rogers, 125 to 1. Let's go all the way down. Uh, at the bottom at 301, you got Harry Higgs, uh, automatic $5 on that one. Uh, Chase Seifert, <laughs> Joseph Bramlett, Austin Cook, and Cameron Percy, 301. Where's Duff Tracker? Is Duff in it? No. Um, let's see. No, no, don't see him. No, I don't see him. No, oh, he's in there. Is he? Is he? Uh, I saw him on another thing, 500 to one, but I don't know if really uh, maybe yeah. he might just maybe. be part of the field. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. He could just be part of the field. I don't see him. On... Do you see Dylan Wu on there? I feel like I just cruised by it. And before we make our picks, is there any possible way for me to win? Yeah, because we're going to include the playoffs this year. Oh, we are? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, we voted last week, and you voted yes, so. Yeah. So, yeah. You... I don't have to choose Davis Love the Third this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so I have the first pick this week, and I am going to go with, man, Taylor Pender played really good, but. Uh, uh, where did he go? Where did he go? Where did he go? There he is. Uh, original wise guy, Aaron Wise is my pick. He is thirty-five to one. There you go, Jeremy. I am going with Scott Stallings. Let's see. Uh, 50 to 1. He's going all the way as far deep as you can go. Yep. And Joe? I'm going to go the Purple People Eater. Girl Varner, the third, 35 to 1. HV3. 35 to 1. All right. Um, yeah, I did the. Uh, did you guys see it? I know Joe did. I don't know if Jeremy saw it, but on, on the CDP Instagram page, I did the uh, uh, guest of Tour Pro and, yeah. and put in uh, Duff stats. A um, mm. couple people that listened, they were like, uh, yeah, you talk about him every week. <laughs> uh, Mr. Reedy. Oh, uh, yeah. He was one of those, wasn't yeah, he? He was one of them, yep. But uh, there was, I think there was four people that got it, so... Yeah, I may do some more of those, get some more interactive stuff going with everybody, try to get a little people more engaged with what we're doing. You did that like right after the Bubba thing was announced, so that's why I guessed Bubba. Uh, Though yeah. I did, I didn't think it was him, but I feel like it would have been it would have made sense. If it was Bubba. Seven million dollars Duff has made. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Duffner not really good years. has made yeah. $27 million, and there's people that are complaining about not winning enough on the PGA Tour. Yeah, and that's not counting the Dude Wipe sponsorship. Well, I mean, that would easily eclipse $27.5 million. Yeah, guaranteed. Plus so a lifetime supply of wipes. Yeah. 
I mean, there's a topic I want to go back to before we're before we finish. Oh, let's hear it. Go fire away. So, putter shafts. That's one area I am so unfamiliar with. I know you guys are both enthusiasts. Um, so if you were to sell the idea of swapping out a shaft for like a BGT or something like that, why would you, what would be the reasoning? How will that improve your putting? Uh, better ball speed on miss hits and uh, line maintain nation. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think one of the, crazy things that you don't realize on a standard putter shaft is the amount of torque that happens on miss hits. Now, I mean, if you, if you're like tiger and you put a, you know, a pinhead mark on your putter every single time you hit it in the same spot, it's not, it's, you're not going to see a crazy difference. You don't have a need for it. Yeah. But if, if you occasionally, you know, I, I mean, we're talking the best putters in the world, you know, that, wouldn't really notice a difference but if you're somebody that occasionally mishits it or you're you know just off a little bit one day um the the stiffer stronger shafts you're gonna notice a big difference i think yeah you know when you hit one off center and you're like ah it's not gonna get there and then it Mm -hmm. gets there that's what happens and the bgt gets there yeah or it gets closer to it or you know it maintains the ball speed a little bit better on a miss hit and whatever your stroke provides to your ball, it's going to get you 95% of the way there on a miss hit and on, on a miss hit with a steel shaft, it's going to get you 80% there. So, I mean, I'm just throwing out numbers, but that's what I noted. I've noticed. So Joe, you have a, wh- which one do you have in your, uh, the, the um, stability tour. Okay. The BGT tour. Is it all black? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I don't have the all black. It's got some red on it. I mean, it's, you know, it's how the same shaft. have like it's the steel same. towards the bottom. Yeah, no, yeah, that's black. Okay. Just the labeling is some of the letters yeah. are red. Okay. And then that in was, my Olsen, I, just, I have the white polar. Yeah. I've been, uh, over the past couple months debating building a putter. Not not having one built, but just getting a new putter and doing a shaft and all that. So, uh-huh. yeah, you should I try. I like think it's look. totally worth a try for you. Totally yeah. worth a try. Yeah, absolutely. And I I I have a couple here that I've I've got one. I've got a BGT on my Scotty, and you're kind of familiar with those feels, so that might help you get a a better understanding for it. I think don't you have a a flow neck Scotty? Don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can totally be able to tell the difference and then um i've got two different so you probably have to have bend to, over a little bit for yeah, yeah i was gonna say will i have to put like michelle we maybe or? maybe <laughs> assholes um short guys putt too you know short guys putt too no i've been thinking about mallet getting a mallet but i don't know me too know what i'd get because i hit a i hit one in idaho a ping mallet. The thing felt like absolute butter. It was Dude, their PL, their PLD stuff is really good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. So we'll see. But I I definitely want to try one of those shafts because let's face it. It's sometimes you just don't hit the center where you want to and absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been 
with the the left hand low, I've really been diving in trying to get. I mean, I, I think my strike pattern is is way way more consistent. Um, I'm still hitting it a little high on the face, I guess you would say. Um, so I'm I'm working on improving the 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 loft into the into the the angle, I guess you of attack into the ball, trying to get it more towards the center of the mass. Um, and so just a little bit of ball positioning has really helped with that. And I mean, I, I don't know. I, Joe is not a fan of the LAGP stuff. I, I love the LAGP stuff. I think it's a great putter shaft. Um, but I also like the BGT. Um, but it's crazy cause I had the BGT in the long neck and it made it feel disgusting. The LAGP makes it feel amazing, but like the LAGP and the Olsen, the the regular plumber's neck feels terrible compared to the BGT. It 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 really is is the putter head, I think that that really changes a lot of the feel. Hmm. But in that in that Scotty I have, it's the BGT shaft is amazing. Interesting. Yeah, worth a shot for sure. And I do have one more BGT shaft left. You do? That's uncut and everything? Yep. What color Ooh. scheme is it? It's the fire. It's the red one. But I can order them, too. So. Yeah. I think I'd go all black. Get you all black everything. The one you want, yeah. That's the way to do it. I think the black is really good looking. Yeah, yeah it's the best one. Best color scheme, in my opinion. The only thing that sucks is if you have a double bend, you have to attach it to the double bend. You can't. Mm. It's not a shaft replacement, mm. so... Um, or yeah, you just I'll get a sure black that, double bin. Yeah. I don't know. The head is, is the hard part because I love Scotty blades so much, but I feel like, and I've been told before, even Julian and Trey, you know, without putting me on a machine, know that my stroke is a straight back, straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's obviously a mallet is going to help me if, if more of a face balance, but there's so many options. I just I don't I don't like the spiders. Although the newer ones are better well, than the old ones, I you think. know the the my Olsen long neck it's face balanced and that's true. And Ricky's blades yeah. when we do the double bend on Ricky's blades they're all face balanced. So there's face balanced blades out there. You just got to find the right match. You get a long neck okay. and a ping blade, it'll be face balanced. Yeah, yeah. The 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 hard part is finding a long neck for a reasonable price. Just reach out yeah, to Halverson. Like that Morikawa one that he used, that's a long neck, I think. One that he's used yep. recently. Yeah, that would, those are the tailor-made, what are they so, called, Sotos or something like that? TP or Mills, Onos or it? Junos. Juno. But those have the inserts. Those aren't yeah, milled. Not yeah. milled. Yeah, but you can get those on my TP or whatever. Oh my goodness, Jeremy's opening up a rabbit hole. Here we go. Yeah, I've I've just been not putting well. I mean, I'm making putts, but just not often enough. You know what the so worst thing to, about mallet putters are, in my opinion? Like head looking covers. at them? The head covers, yes. The head covers, right. looking yes. at them, putting with them. <laughs> looking at a mallet head cover in your bag is terrifying to me. <laughs> I yeah. hate, I hate it's just that just humongous. Yeah. That's funny. 
I'm going to get one of those huge stat like uh, cart bags that has a slot just for the just butter. Just for the butter. <laughs> <laughs> just to yeah. really finish it off. That when I had yeah. that when I had that PXG mallet, that's one thing I hated. It it's so fucking annoying going through your bag trying to get your shit out cuz it's just like I'm in the way. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Fuck totally. you, you can't take that club. I'm in the way. <laughs> yeah. Hit butter instead. Yeah. So uh, so Jeremy, you're playing out at Coyote again. Imagine you at Coyote Springs. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Isn't that weird? The On Saturday, um, and then the next two Saturdays. Yeah, oh, we wow. got a little best ball on Saturday, and then we have the Troon Challenge the next Saturday. Oh wow, Joe, uh, do you want to do that? Uh, yeah, Katie's going to be in London, but I can ask. I can double check with my mom, make sure she can watch them. Uh, what time does that start at? Emma can watch them too. So. Pretty, Pretty sure it's like eight. Eight, so we'd have I'll, to leave by six thirty. Six thirty at the latest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can we can try and do that. If you want to do it, let's register. Okay, I'm down to do it again. That was fun. All right, let's check let in on see. that tomorrow. Okay. Last time I checked, there was like three teams signed up. And oh I think yeah. They moved oh. the Rio Seco one because there was one team registered for it. Really? Wow. Wow, we could have won. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you guys don't even have to yeah. play. You just win. Yeah. <laughs> auto, auto advance. Auto advance. Well, cool. And then, Joe, you did, you're did. you playing Boulder, right? Saturday? Yeah, I'm playing in the Skins game. Yeah. Woohoo! Me too. That'll be fun. I'm trying to get Cyrus to go out to that one. Nice, yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, Joe, you want to do your thing and, and take us out? Yeah, man. Thanks for tuning into the CDP, the Chasing Daylight podcast. You know, uh, hopefully this does not make you overthink your shafts in your golf bag, but uh, it could be a good thing. It could be a good thing if you give something a try. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. See you next week. Later. Later. Later.